What's up, millionaires? It's Quinn Alexandria, host of the Millionaire Mom Diaries. And this is a podcast where we focus on faith, family, and how could we not talk about finance and freedom. As always, my goal is to add value to your life, inspire your faith, encourage you to seek healthy relationships, not only with yourself, but with others too, and advocate for your financial literacy. All of which I hope will set you free and lead you to pursue your God-given purpose on this earth. Okay, so let's get it. Mr. Edward Spencer. Hey, how we doing? Good. How are you? Awesome, awesome. I am so happy that you are here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Yes, you're always invited to the party. (laughs) So (laughs) you are always invited to the party. I'm so happy that you're here. I really feel like you are a light for me. You have been a light for me Mm -hmm. almost two years. This, you know, these past two years have been rough and just been a rock for me, a source of wisdom and truth, even if there's things that I don't want to hear. And we're not going to get all into that. Sometimes you be in my business and you know (laughs) (laughs) I need you to become a member of the congregation of mind your business ministries but that's okay because you can do that and so welcome to power on purpose um thank you thank you what are we talking about today uh doing business with God doing business with God so with that before we start talking about that can you tell us a little bit about who Edward Spencer is, what he does, what he's about. Sure. Um, pretty much father of one, hardworking man, kingdom, outside the kingdom, just servitude all the way around. Uh, for me, just, you know, regular guy, just trying to make it through life, but trying to just enjoy the one I have, you know, and whoever I can bring along with the enjoyment, let's go, you know. I love that. I love it so much. And so we're talking about doing business with God today. Mm-hmm. For me, doing business with God means inviting God into every aspect of your life. And I think, you know, we've talked about that. But to me, as I look at this spiritually, my personal mission statement is do, is, is what it means to me to do business with God. So mm-hmm. with that being said, what does doing business with God mean to you? Pretty much everything in my whole entire life. If I could break it down, it would be all the way up until right now. You know, things I've done without him, meaning me not including him, including him in, but he still made a way for me to get back to work. You know, so he never fired me. If if that means anything to you, if we're doing business, then listen, I'm employed for life. You know, so for me, doing business with him is just doing everything the best that you can. Um, you said something that now I got to circle back on that. You just said you're not fired. Yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm employed. You're always employed for life. Okay. You know, we got to park right there for a second. Okay. So what do you mean by that? Pretty much. I have a job regardless. It's not a nine to five. I am actually a lifetime member. I am a co-owner. I already own stuff going on. Cause he already made me a part. Cause he owns everything. 
So I'm just, you know, I'm part of the ownership of the family. I'm just trying to work my way in. That's all. I, I love that so much because we are divine beings, and I think we easily forget that. Mm. And yes. in this season of life, or I'll, I'll break it down not by season, but just over the past couple of months, I feel like I've been more aware of my divine self Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than I have been in the past. Not that I don't know I'm a divine creature. Not that I don't know that I'm a daughter of God. Not that I, you know, not that I don't think that I am, but I really feel like I've been walking in that. Mm -hmm, Gotcha. Do you feel like people forget that everything that they do is part of their partnership with God or business with God? Like, can we... Can we kind of go down that road? Sure. Um, Not more or less forget. We just get weary. And I'm not trying to be deep or anything, but sometimes we just forget about including him. We think we're doing this out here on our own with no help. See, we forget that part. We forget that he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So if we include him all day long, not just in the morning, not just at night, you got to tell him, listen, are you here? You got to keep him involved. If he does, if if he's if he employs you, why not ask your boss for a raise? You know, in life, like oh, like what's up? Can I get a raise in life in this area of my life? Be specific on what you're talking about when you talk to him. Hey, he's either yay be yay or it's nay be nay. That's what it says in the Bible. If you ask me. So if you employed at the you know the godly company, if you're doing business with God, why not ask for it? Hmm. So, yeah, and, and I'm with you. I'm just thinking because you got you got me thinking. I feel like you all have been my business as usual, <laughs> because sometimes I do think, you know, we forget why we're here, why we're doing the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We start to do a lot of things thinking that that will cover the one thing. Gotcha. And so, um for me, when I think of doing business with God, I'm thinking of like, how can I align what it is that I'm trying to do with what God would have me do? And so I guess I have another question for you. I'm going to ask a question a different way. How do you know whether or not you're doing business with God? It's not comfortable, but you know what it gets you as opposed to what you're doing not comfortable without him. You know what that gets you as well. One will get you somewhere, the other will get you nowhere. Okay, I'm gonna need you to go deeper on this. Okay, doing business with God gonna get you somewhere, but it's gonna hurt while you're doing it. Doing business without doing business without God gonna get you somewhere, and it's gonna hurt. But the pains are different. You gonna have pain of success, and then you gonna have pain of defeat. Which one do you choose? You know when. He, see, the whole thing about it is, you know when you're not doing business with Him because you choose to. But what if I think, what if I don't know? What if, what I, I feel, and, and you, maybe I'm asking a question for the people who sit in the back of the church and don't really want to sit on the front row and uh-huh. let the anointing fall on them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Those are the ones that's running. And those are the ones he called. You think you can sit far away from them and not be touched. Sorry. If you're in the room and I'm in the house, he's going to touch everybody. He's going to touch everybody. You can't sit too far from him. See, why do you do this? To me, all the time. I'm just, um, so wait. It's your but, show, okay? No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if I'm if I'm I'm asking for the people in the back now, like okay. how, like you said, when you're doing business with God, it's uncomfortable, and I guess why? 
Like, why is it uncomfortable? Because if he made it comfortable, then when you got it, you'll never want to, like, basically, you'll just always think you got it. He wants you to know you have to get it. He always wants you to know anything you would like, there's a, there's a getting process to getting what you're talking about. And that sounds confusing, but for the people in the back of the church, trust me, they understand. They don't want to get some of the anointing they're supposed to get because they know the work behind it. Mm, See, he always yeah. put what you know. He'll put the work in front of you, and you'll know how to do it. But then he'll show you a little bit of what it's going to take to get this job done, and you're going to choose. I'm going to roll with him. Nah, God, right now, I ain't with that. I ain't, I'm not even feeling that right now. Like, God, why I got to go through all that to just get to there? How bad you want it? So can you give an example of when you were in a place where you were sitting in the back of the church? Hypothetically speaking, right? Like just exactly mm. what it is that you said you were sit you were sitting in the back because you didn't want the anointing to fall on you. Mm-hmm. Like we've all had moments like that. <laughs> so now I'm gonna be I, I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a I'm a backslide from mind your business ministries <laughs> into now I'm gonna get in your business. Can you please give an example of what you mean by that? Well, for me, one time that I can say that I didn't want to do something God wanted me to do was just basically live. There was a point in my life I sat in the back of the church because I didn't want to live a certain way. But God showed me that's the only way you're supposed to live if you want what you're asking me for. Just because you're in the back don't mean I ain't heard you. You made it in the house again, and if I'm in the building, that's why you're here. If you can hear me in the back of the church, what makes you think I can't hear you from in the back of your house, at the back of the job, in the bathroom, wherever you called me at. Remember, he comes and finds you where you are. And what I mean by that, hypothetically, where you are in the state of who you are. Stop being anything. Don't try to be nothing else. He made you. Don't change you. Because then when you change you, you're trying to change what he's doing. So living is hard because you feel like you're trying to do, you, you want to do something else and be somebody else. When God said, I made you this way for this reason. Because you're changed for other people. I need you to be like this, not like that. Well, and I love that because a lot of times, and I actually posted that on Facebook this week, I feel like a lot of times the things that we're called to and the places that we're gifted in Mm -hmm. is also the same place where our anxieties and insecurities dwell. Mm -hmm. And so for us to actually partner with God and do business with him, it takes a lot to get to the point where you can get like, you can put your anxieties and insecurities to the side and stand in the midst of what God is asking you to do. And I think why that's important is because it's not always about us. It's about changing other people's lives, other people's legacies, right? Like if you don't, operate in your gift and do the things that God has called you to do, you're actually causing other people to be in a situation. So forgive me if I butcher the story, but what comes to mind for me is, um, and I can't remember who, but somebody was supposed to kill all the Amalekites Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they did not. And they let the king go. And I, 
forgive me for all of y'all that are Bible scholars. <laughs> forgive me. But what ended up happening is when we get to the story of David and we get into that scripture, you know, he ends up having to fight those people because the person that God asked to do it didn't do it. There you go. And so um, I find that it's the same thing with our gifts and calls. Like God gives us these very specific things that we're supposed to do. If we don't, it's not just about our life and our legacy and our success, but mm-hmm. it's about the people who come after us or even the people who along our journey that we're supposed to grab by the hand and say, hey, I'm on this journey now. You need to go on this journey. Mm-hmm. So let's not do it alone. You're not alone. I've done it. I've been there. And, and now I'm operating in my gift. As part of that, uh, do you find that, you know, you're very gifted in many different areas, like you're gifted in speaking, you're gifted in motivating people, mm-hmm. you're really good at, you know, getting people to understand how their physical is connected to the spiritual. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what I love about you um, so much. And so do you find that in the areas where you're gifted or also the same areas where you may have insecurities or anxieties? In a sense, yeah. Because, okay, so if I can speak on the anxiety part first, um, the anxiety part is the, it, it, it can overwhelm you because you want to do it so well. And we forget, God says, just do it. Mm. He doesn't put how good you got to do it, just get it done. Uh, so perfect is the enemy of done. Bingo. So it's like we, we, we have a picture in our mind what perfect looks like, but we serve a perfect God and never seen him. So how can you tell someone else what perfect looks like? You can just tell them what perfect sounds like and follows. So basically, I'm a, in the Bible it says I was made in his, in his image, so I'm a piece of perfect. I'm not all the way perfect. Mm, I love that. So I'm a piece of perfect because I was made in his image. I'm, just made, I'm a piece that was made of him. So the part that I have to do, I have to manifest and, and basically when I do it, I just have to make it make sense. Because whoever I'm training or whoever I'm speaking to or whoever I'm motivating, they have to take the next step for their life to do the same thing I just did. Because now you have to look like what you heard, mm-hmm. what, you, what you feel like. I want to lose weight. Now you're losing weight. So what's the cause of you losing weight? Now you just changed your look. Because you knew that was in you. I can look better than what I look on the physique side, but can it match your internal side? Hmm. So you're saying something that's very interesting because now you're tapping into why. Like there's got to be a powerful why. Always. Um, I don't even think it's possible to do business with God without the why. The why. Like without the correct why. Bingo. There you go. That's it. The correct why. Um, because... There are, yeah, well, and and there are things that God tells us that if we follow these things, then we'll have good success, which also lets me know if there's good success, there has to be bad success, right? So if good success is partnering with God, then not partnering with God, you might still be able to be successful, but it's not a good success. It's not a sustainable success. It's not the type of success that is going to last and stand the test of time. So can I ask you and get right back in your business? Like, what is your why? Okay, my why, pretty much if I may, before we jump into my business and on the why, I'm glad you said something about good success and bad success because 
what you're doing now as a podcast is successful. Yeah. Because you're sitting here with me, but there's other people listening. That's right. So you're motivating. That's a why. Per se, attribute, if you want to, this is why I have, this is why I'm doing what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reaching people sitting where I'm at, where I'm at. I'm, I'm, you reaching people in Russia, Canada, whoever yeah, jumps on your, yeah, your podcast. Absolutely. You know, so again, what was your question for me? <laughs> my question is, what is your why? So for me, as I look at my personal mission statement, um, part of my why, aside to doing business with God, which is the first part of my mission statement, uh-huh, is going to be, you know, serving the cause of peace, justice, and equality and advocate, advocating for vision and success. Mm-hmm. And this is the avocation of vision and success right here. This podcast is part of my personal mission and my why, because there's people who have vision and want to be successful that are part of my community that may not know how. Okay. And so this is a, a small piece of that puzzle. Real estate is advocating for justice, equality, and peace in my community gotcha. by helping people who never thought that they could own a home own a home helping people build wealth who never ever ever thought that they could that's what in the black is that's what that Mm. outreach is for black fiscal literacy understanding how to handle money how how to use money as a tool to build wealth and Mm -hmm. leave something for your children you know to have the freedom to do the things that god has called them to do so for you like Tell me a little bit about your why, because I, I know you have many reasons why, and we've had this conversation, and you're smiling. Okay. So. Um, well, my why, my main why is because he said so. Because he said so. Period. It's because he said so. Why not? That's what I ask. We always ask God, why me? Why me? Why not you? If you can show him why not, then it won't be. But apparently he already seen why, so that's why. For me, the main topic, if I had to use it as a title, it's because he said so. And it's like your parents, because I say so. They know something we don't know, so we need to listen. That's why we need to do what they say, because apparently it'll help later on. It'll help how they look as parents, and it'll help you look as a child and listening. So when he speaks, that's why I'm doing it. Like I say, go, go, I'm gone, without the question. Where I'm going, he already know. You already know where you're going because he put you on the path to go. So the people you gonna reach along the way, guess what? That's why you gotta go. Somebody waiting on you. Mm-hmm. You hold you you holding somebody up if you don't go. You know somebody ain't gonna be able to come because they ain't gonna know which steps to take if you don't make it. That's why. You got kids. That's why. Family mm-hmm. members. That's why. And I mean because they didn't do their why. So now the why is left up to you, which starts with why. I'm just saying. You know Why, not? Um, Why not? Why <laughs> not? So you, you, you just said something that is very intriguing to me. So I have to ask you, there's a lot of people that don't know what God has said or they don't know how to hear from God. Mm-hmm. So what is your perspective on how people can hear what God is telling them to do or just hear from God, period? You want me to be honest? Yeah. Be quiet. We we live in a noisy world. But ain't nobody quiet enough long enough to hear somebody in a still voice. 
That's why you can't be like, I can't read your lips when somebody's trying to not tell you something aloud for everybody else to hear when you're far away and they can't read your lips or if you try to whisper it. His voice is not going to be, he's not trying to be in competition with everybody and be loud to hear for you to hear him. You need to block everybody else out to hear him. Turn them off and turn him on. Mm -hmm. And when you turn him off, you got to go inside you and it's like covering your ears and you sound muffled to yourself. That's how he sounds. Not muffled, but he sounds that clear because he, he's that close in your ear, but everything else around you is drowning him out. So let's talk about distractions. Okay. What distracts us from doing business with God then? You. You make every excuse not to be in his presence. You make every excuse not to be in his way. I got a five o'clock meeting in the morning before you get up and talking to him. I got to go to the bathroom. You better call him while you in there. Again, you. There's no other, there's no other excuse. You are the only distraction. You can blame it on anybody and everybody else, but the reason why I say it's you because you focus on everything and everybody else. So that's why you're the distraction. Everything ain't distracting you. If you pay attention to it, you are distracted by it. It ain't distracting you. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing, making noise. You ain't got to pay attention to it if you're supposed to be focused. So now we're getting a place of boundaries. Hey, come on. And, and And they matter. They do matter. Um, I think... Sometimes people cringe at the thought of boundaries. Um, you know, oh, well, I don't, you know. It, 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 I feel like the culture right now mm -hmm. is a culture of anything goes all the time. Like, people feel like they should have access to you at every given moment of and the day. They, and, they do. and if you don't, why are you acting funny? You know, so let's let's talk about boundaries as you embark on doing business with God, like and and as we're talking about distractions, as we're talking about you know being able to hear from God and know what you're doing mm -hmm. is divinely verified. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that word too. That's actually divinely verified. Mm -hmm. We need T-shirts um, that say that. So with that, I think boundaries are super important. And that's been another thing yeah. that has been big for me in this season um, is really setting boundaries, not only with people, but I like how you said it. It's us like we might even need to set boundaries with ourselves. No. Yes. Yes. So can you talk about that? Because I think that there are areas. Um, I, I think I've seen you do this well. And I've seen you have moments where you haven't done it so well. And so um, I want I want to hear what you feel about boundaries in relationship to this topic. Okay, well, boundaries for me and what I feel about it, God did it. He took his bound. He, he made boundaries where I'm taking time to pray. Y'all go over there somewhere. I'm about to heal this person. Everybody get out. You find out what story I'm talking about in the mm -hmm. book. Those are boundaries. Because when I gotta oh, get because wow. when I gotta get something done, I, I can't have a lot of people around when I have I to specifically love do stuff. That example. So boundaries, you just gotta know how to push, and it's not being mean. You just gotta let them know this: you can't come in. When I'm trying to be quiet or I'm trying to do something, you can't come in. I can't talk right now. My phone can ring and I can swipe left or I can swipe right. You answer or you don't answer. Boundaries. And people do that because they know the time of the day it is for you. And that's when they want to interrupt. You set the boundary for yourself. I'm not answering this. I'm not answering her. I don't, I'm just not, you know what I mean? And it's like, those are your boundaries. 
And as you follow your boundaries, people will see the boundaries you set and have no choice but to respect it yep. because they're going to get tired of being ignored. See, I just said something. Being ignored is not, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. He does not like to be ignored. So how do you want to do business with him and not know what's on the agenda for tomorrow? Mm-hmm. If you got everything else going on. Yeah. How I got you running a company, but I can't tell you how to run the company. How I'm supposed to lead a company of your life in your hands and you fumble and drop something every time I do it. Boundaries. I, re- I just, I'm blown away by the example that you just gave because it's so true. It is boundaries. Like, you know, when, when Jesus was doing healings and I, I, rem- I, th- I think it was in Mark um, where you know, he was casting out demons or mm-hmm. and or somebody was dead already. It may have been another no, no, it was no, in the gospel. I know exactly but what you're um talking about, you know, it, it, the scripture was system. talking about how, you know, many of them didn't or doubted and they he's like, it. Y'all gotta get out because I, I can't even Everybody do what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And I love that because a lot of times when we have our vision and we have our dreams, you know, we're sharing that with people and people are like, I don't know boundaries you, you know and 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 it's so funny because we don't take the time to say well you know what you don't have to know i'm gonna need you to exit stage left That's and it. so as as we do wrap up i i kind of want to hear your perspective on people who want to do business with god people who do have a dream and, and and when I say doing business with God I, I just kind of want to be clear is a lot of us do have visions we have dreams on our heart we have things that we know that we're called to do yes and we don't know how to do them and I really feel like part of learning how to do it uh-huh. it requires that you partner with God in order to do it mm-hmm. because he's the one that gave you the dream when he created us there right you. and so I would ask you this, what would you want to leave with someone who has a dream or a vision on their heart and they want to partner with God to bring this vision or dream into reality? What would be three things? I'm glad you did that. Three things (laughs) (laughs) that you would want to see them do. Three things that I would rather, I would love to see people do when they want to partner with God is first and foremost, give him his time. Give him his time. I don't care how much time you done gave the rest of the world, your mama, your daddy, your kids, your whatever. Give God his time. Because think about all the time he's given you. Second, when you are sitting still and you're talking to him, Learn to be quiet to listen as well. Mm-hmm. Don't always have questions and then think you got answers when you got up if you ain't heard nothing. Make sure you heard the right voice, not just any voice. The right voice. And three, go for it. Go for it. You want to do anything with God, don't you? I leave a friend before I leave him. I leave family before I leave God. I'm telling you. If I was married and she wasn't with him, I'm out. She on her own. I'm sorry. God, God might have gave me. God might have gave you me, but not like this. We need to reevaluate some stuff. I'm gonna keep going on because I know my part in this, 
and you figure out how you gonna catch up if you get left. So if I was you, just keep going. Don't never stop. People say don't take all that. For you it might. Don't ever listen to a voice outside of God saying, it don't take all that to get this. It didn't take me all that long because I ain't on your path. And how you got it might have not been God-given. There you go. I love it. Um, and so I feel like it's a call to action. Um, there's 24 hours in a day. And I know, um, you know, people talk a lot about tithe and first fruits. And I feel like um, people always think about money when they think about that. But truthfully, uh, tithe could be many different things. It yes, can yeah. be money. It can be service. Mm -hmm. It can be giving God your time. And mm -hmm. so I would encourage if every day we could give God a tithe of our time, mm -hmm. of our time, like, you know, it's more valuable than giving 10% of your money to the church to give 10% of your day to God and see what happens. Um, so I would say there's 24 hours in the day for the next 24 days. Hey. Give a tithe of your time to God and see what happens. 2.4 hours. That's it. That's all you got to give them. That's it. 2.4 hours a day. 2.4 hours a day. And that's all you have to do because he gave you the rest. And, and, and you, could, you could break it down, too. I mean, you know. Throughout the day, as long as it adds Throughout up. the day, as long as it adds, to two point, adds up to 2.4 hours. And, and giving time to God doesn't have to be, like, religious. We are not about that. Like, it, it could be yeah. listening to worship music. It could be getting quiet, like you said. It could be just having a conversation with God in the way that we're having a conversation exactly. now. Like it's not, it's not always about cool. going through all the bells and whistles because I my conversations with God are a lot like how I'm talking to you. There you go. Like it's God. That's your dialogue. That's These dialogue. folks at work are ratchet, and <laughs> I'm I'm about to lose my freaking mind. Like that's my conversation with God, and I feel like that is also why I've been so blessed because when I do have those moments with God, it's not me just going through emotions and doing mm -hmm. something that I would I would need to do on a corporate level it's mm -hmm. more about the personal relationship and just being able to be real and let God know that yes I know I'm not perfect yes I know I should not have gotten out of my car and about strangled the man because he hit me in the back of my car like you know it's, it's little stuff like that <laughs> um, <laughs> you're laughing because you know what I'm talking about um, but you know I do too now <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the man was he, he was out of pocket. But um, anyway, so it, and that's the point. That's why, you, you know, I, I need to give that time because had I not, you know, I might be on the five o'clock news and I don't you know, I have the way my life is set up. I can't do that. And um, the other thing that I just kind of want to um, zoom in on with you is the fact that you said, you know, not all voices are God's voice. And so how do you know? How do you discern whether or not something that you're hearing or even if it's through a person, like how do you know if it's God or if it's like, you know, I need you to get thee behind me. My like, spirit man. Yeah. My internal guy. If he's always awake like he's supposed to be, you'll know the difference because of how your body will respond to who's talking. You'll know, yeah, you ain't about nothing. 
God really probably did tell you that because he'll say something and it would make sense to you. Or it'd be like deja vu almost. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I just told myself that. Or somebody just told me that. That's, you're the third person that said this to me. So God's trying to get your attention. See? So, hey, it's just like that. Like, discernment, wisdom, just know him. Mm -hmm. You you got to know him internally. See, we so ad, we so adamant on wanting to see what he looked like on the outside with our eyes open. Close your eyes. That's the real sight. It's like a blind man, like the blind like blind Bartimaeus. Like, be totally honest with you. Yeah, I I really like that because I think part of spending time with God too is is being real specific about. Um, how you want God to respond to you because I feel like he he will yeah yeah I mean so for instance like if there's something that I'm asking God to confirm for me I will ask him to confirm it a certain way and that's biblical like I've, I've read stories where you know there are God please if you know show me that what is it the sundial or something if you turn the sundial this yeah like if you the more specific you are with God and say God I need to know can you please confirm through XYZ God will do that he will answer that prayer especially if you um you know, you're you're asking him mm -hmm. to to help you. You're trying to partner with him, and I think that's go. the key. And then the other thing you is, you mentioned the spirit man. Like you've got to kind of pay attention to how God speaks to you. And a lot. I mean, seriously, like you know, for me, it's dreams. Heavy, like God will He will come and disturb me in a dream in a heartbeat. Like, let's, let's and that's okay. Don't let me sleep. It, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the, I'm, you know, I'm a watchman. I'm 4:30 every morning. Yeah, yeah. There, there is, yeah. And and the other thing for me too is um, running. When I have that time where I'm running and I'm I'm in a mode where I can run and not stop, and my breathing is in cycle, which I think that's oh, for yeah. me. That's where God speaks to me the most, and I think it, it is biblical because. Um, because he's in control of my breath. He gave us the breath of life. And so for me, that's also another place of contention and then rain. Um, listening to my app um, mm -hmm. where the rain comes down, that's how I'm able to drown out other sounds and actually hear what God is saying to me through my, not my subconscious, but my superconscious and my spirit man can actually meet because the superconscious is nothing but the mind of God. And that's, that's actually good you use those those topics and those, you know, those the, the way you put it, like running, you know, the wind is like a whisper, so that's like hearing his voice. Yeah. The rain is like a whisper when you're subtle and you just at a calm mode, that's like hearing his voice because yeah. it's like a subtle breeze when the water hits, whatever it's hitting, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. So like I hear something in the midst of that. So that's actually good that you actually do it that way because yeah. and it's and then you that's stuff we, we need to teach people you know people yeah. don't understand that well, what you live in is actually it's a helpful thing if you treat it right it, it is and I think even dreaming to take it a step further and I know you know we're over time a little bit here but I think <laughs> this is powerful is when we dream our carnal man is asleep there you go so, and, and I think, you know, for me, you know, I'm a thinker, I'm a planner, I'm always analyzing stuff. 
I feel like God knows, oh, she's out now, right? Like, you know, he can get me, you know, more effectively in that moment. Or like, again, when I'm running, I'm so, everything, nothing else matters, Mm -hmm. trying to get my my breathing right. Mm -hmm. And then it all of a sudden it's just, I'm I'm there. Mm -hmm. That's because he designed you that way. You know, he thought about you. Like you said, you're a thinker. So he thought about making you and he planned what you didn't really do. So if you get according to his plan, and you're thinking like how you think, you're in sync with them yeah. all the way through and through. Yeah. There's no question, no doubt about it. You know, that's just pre- that's that's just point blank period. That's biblical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. His ways are not mine. My so, ways are my ways aren't his ways. But his ways are mine if I do them. So the way he got you up running, that's his way. That ain't yours. You wouldn't be doing that if you had to do it on your own, if you had to choose that. Well, and I love what you're saying because you 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 just said it. It's how God designed it. Exactly. And I think Part of our journey in partnering with God is getting to know who we are and understanding how we were designed, how we were, you know, divinely engineered to exist in this world. Can I just just knowing your designer and knowing your designer? That's it. Just know your designer. We know Gap. We know Old Navy. We know what that feels like. But what about your designer? It has to fit you. Mm. He has to fit you. Yeah. You got to fit him to work with him. You're not just gonna have anybody out there. I I love this. I'm I'm so excited. I I really think you are such a blessing to this uh, thank, world. Again, thank you um, for introducing me to the to the show and to you and your new life. I like your office, everything. I, I I like the way you're going. I know it wasn't easy getting here. I know it wasn't. It couldn't have been. I can feel it in this room. It's like you baked in here. You know, like literally, like you really baked in here. It's like a. a it's like an aromatherapy type situation. Like if you close this door, you're gonna be cooked. There's all the way there is a a very um divinely set energy in here mm-hmm. for me. Um very calm. It it is very it's calm. a very peaceful room, but it's also a very creative room. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of my creative energy is unleashed in here. I see. Um, <laughs> one day we'll have a camera one day people will be able to yeah, see they don't know what they miss um, yeah there's a lot of really good stuff in here a lot of words around me vision boards around me um, to kind of keep me words of the day and everything up words and everything yeah so um, but oh, man, I like that grow through what you go through that's a good one <laughs> grow through what you go through come on word of the day <laughs> My God, come on. I, go ahead, but I ain't going to Don't tell the people what's going on. I gave, I gave y'all a little, a little taste. I gave you a little taste of what I can see. <laughs> Just a little taste, y'all. So, yeah. Um, but I'm so grateful for you, Edward. And um, I'm, I'm very... I'm grateful. I'm honored. You know, I'm very honored. And, you know, I'm, I'm, when someone asks you to do something, it's it's very honorable you know, this is my first time doing a podcast and stuff like that. So that was very honorable that you thought, hey, you know, let me get Edward on the show. You know, and I pray that God just make this thing worldwide to the to the people who can't even understand English, but the subtitles come across in their language and they know what we're talking about. So I can't wait to see what God has next for you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what he has next for you because you already doing what he's asked you to up to this point. And like I said, I know it ain't easy. I know it ain't easy. It's not. I know it ain't easy. But that's how you know it's him. Because if he wanted you to go the easy route, he'd show you a shortcut every time. 
take that. Another <laughs> another scripture for you Bible scholars that he's making me think about is when um, the Israelites were um, going to the promised land and there was a shorter way for them to go, but he didn't make them go. He made them go the long way. And so um, that was just an encouragement for me and that'll preach. But I, I have to say, you know, you have a voice that the world needs to hear. And um, I'm so blessed to have you in my life. And I'm grateful for you because not that I would not have made it here without you. Maybe God would have found another way. But I do know that with you in my life, that where I have come so far, that you've been a huge advocate and fuel to the fire that is inside of me. And I thank you for that. And um, I thank you for your obedience and all the things that you do, not only for me and my son, but, but for everyone that I've seen you help along the way, even people that, people that if, if we're honest, Boundaries should have been set to where you didn't, and you did it anyway. And um, <laughs> you, you know, and and so, again, well, I mean, hey, mind your business, ministries. I'm backsliding today. Um, so, <laughs> but I love you so much. Thank you for being here, and we will definitely do it again. I feel like the yes, next time yes. we meet. Our topic will be focus, um, and that's so another that's another one. one I feel like me and you should do together. That's and, another one. That's good. I like um, that. I will be present for that one as well. Yeah. Uh, just let me know when. I'll mark the calendar and put it up there. Awesome. Make the time. Yeah. Make so, time. thank you, Edward. You're the best, You're and um, we'll do this again soon. All right. All right. Peace yeah. out. Peace out.